Hey there, John here. We are so glad you're listening to the Gen X Grown Up Podcast. If you're new to the show, I hope you find something here you'll enjoy and that gives you a reason to come back. If you've been listening for a little while or a long while, as is the case with so many of you, I want to ask a favor. Would you consider introducing us to just one friend this week? There's really no better method of advertising than word of mouth. Pick a friend who shares your sense of humor or interests, even if they don't know what a podcast is, and tell them why our show has become a regular listening for you. And be bold. Help them get a podcast app on their phone and walk them through how to subscribe to the show. We love that you're here and would greatly appreciate your recommendation. Thanks for your time. Now, let's get on with the show. I'm Huey, the Comic Half Squatch, and High Commander of the Blaster Stash at Comic Book Review Show on YouTube. And I support Gen X Grown Up through Patreon. You can too by going to patreon.com slash Gen X Grown Up. No life, no fun. Don't you know that you're a grown up? Gen X Grown Up is a YouTube channel website and audio podcast you're listening to right now. All made for and by people who love exploring media, games, tech, and toys of yesterday and today through the eyes of Gen Xers who refuse to grow up. Your dinner cannot just be french fries. Basically, life sucks as a grown-up. Welcome back, Gen X Grown Up Podcast listeners to episode 74 of the Gen X Grown Up Podcast. I'm John. Joining me as always is George. Hey, how's it going, guys? And Mo is here. Hey, everybody. In this episode, we'll watch a new Netflix series that puts an entertaining spin on historical topics, try some camera gear to bring your photography to the next level, and try a game where you play as a private investigator solving crime with the help of a cat in a hat. That sounds interesting. <laughs> I can't wait to hear what that is. <laughs> I'm intrigued. I don't know about you guys, but uh, yeah. So we know uh, whose game that is. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Before we jump into that, though, it's time for my favorite part of the show where we do some fourth listener email. We have one, two, three of us, and we always figured if one more person listens, that's the fourth listener. And this time, the fourth listener is Mike L, who wrote hey, in with the subject line, Choose Your Own Adventure. Wow. Oh, okay. Yeah. We get a lot of feedback on that episode. I think it just struck a chord. Yeah. yeah. Mike says, Hey guys, it's Mike again, and I'm here to tell you how much I loved both the Choose Your Own Adventure books and your backtrack on them. Thank oh, you, Mike. Thank you. Appreciate thank it. you. Cool. I grew up mostly reading the Goosebumps version since I was yeah. really into that franchise growing up and as an adult I fell in love with them all over again we can all relate to that the thing we loved as a kid <laughs> yeah <laughs> only now we love them on eBay where the prices are much much higher than they were in the Scholastic yeah, really? Fair. and my parents will not buy them for me I don't understand what's going on with that <laughs> well mine will yeah <laughs> yours will yeah. <laughs> mine would if I asked mommy I will I just yeah. have to ask Mike says a co-worker of mine even told me about a game book that was similar to the ones you mentioned called Fighting Fantasy where you roll stats and use those to play through oh interesting that reminds me that a little one. of the Dungeons and Dragons don't mm -hmm. they use some stats yeah as well yeah okay yeah, there was a couple of the ones that i had in the choose your own adventure style books there's like a lone wolf i think was one of them and a couple mm. of them where you roll okay. stats and use mm. those in the games yeah yeah that's good for dungeons and dragons freaks like mo i'm sure that's right <laughs> up his alley <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i'm totally with you thanks mike he signs off just saying you're rambling fourth listener you didn't ramble it was a great email i barely edited you that's amateur rambling <laughs> mike right 
right, we've had some long rambles. You weren't rambling at all. You're welcome. Ramble <laughs> all you like. That's we why our 20 you. minute podcast end up being 45 minutes. <laughs> that's one of the contributing factors without a doubt. Yes, it is. Thank you, Mike, for writing in. We'd love it every time one of our fourth listeners writes into the show. Uh, we read every single one of them, respond to most, and most of them make it here right on the show. If you'd like to be featured, just hit us up at podcast at genxgrownup.com. We'll go right in the hopper. All right. With that good business behind us, I think it's time to jump into some media right after this. In Rambo's world, there's new terror from Savage. With a crushing grip and a motorized attack shield with four machine guns. Make your move, Troutman. Not so fast, Gripper. Colonel Troutman. Rambo CO, Special Forces, expert with his auto feed battle action machine gun. Gripper and Colonel Troutman each sold separately with their battle action accessories from Coleco. Feeling lucky, Gripper? Guys, for the last few weeks, we have been checking out Factor's ready-made meals. Now, they tell us that eating better is easy with their delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, ready to go in two minutes. All that is great. It wouldn't matter if it didn't taste good. So mm-hmm. I've, we've, I've had several. I've been eating them every couple of nights. I'll try one of these Factor meals. And then I had this turkey chili, and wow, was that good. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my fiancé is vegetarian. Vegan, actually. So I went with the, yes. with the vegetarian option. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. And you did for the whole box. Okay. Yeah, for the whole box. You know, because they have like over 35 different options you can choose from like every single week. Mm-hmm. So I went with the vegan option or the vegetarian option. And let me tell you, they were pretty freaking amazing. Yeah. Matter of okay. fact, she yeah. stole half of them. One to start with. Wow. She, she took so. them from you? Yeah. Yeah, my <laughs> wife and I have been trading out saying, oh, you try this and you try this and check it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was surprisingly good. And again, like I didn't realize that even that some of these that were even vegetarian, I didn't even know that. Didn't even know. Wow. Hmm. So what's really cool, though, is that if you want to add something extra to all these different meal choices that mm-hmm. you're talking about, there's like 60 different add-ons to help you get going <laughs> and feel good basically all day long. And I don't mean mm-hmm. just like like an extra side or something like that. Like there's a whole bunch of breakfast add-on meals that you can add on to your subscription, not add on yeah. to the right, dinner yeah. meal, but like mm-hmm. to add to your meal plan for the day. And mm. I just think it's it's really awesome that they give you all these different choices so that you're not just tied in to just dinner or just lunch. Having breakfast mm-hmm. as part of one of these meal plans is, I think, kind of unique. I haven't seen that before in any of these meal yeah. delivery services. So I don't know what everybody's waiting for. It's time to get started <laughs> and get after your goals right now. Fuel up fast with Factors restaurant quality meals are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. Pancakes and smoothies? Yes, please. Discover a wide <laughs> variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping or cooking or even cleanup required. Just throw it in the trash when you're done. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Let me tell you, if you're looking for something fast with premium options, Factor is the perfect solution for you. You guys know I'm the spreadsheet guy. I have done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every single meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Just head over to factormeals.com slash genx50 and use code genx50 to get 50% off. That's code genx50 at factormeals.com slash genx50 to get 50% off. We're still suffering a little bit on the media front. You know, I heard rumors that the theaters might open within a month or two now. Fingers crossed. Yeah, I'm sure it's going to be. Yeah, hearing around the end of July is what I'm hearing, I think. Yeah. 
promising. I guess my AMC A-list is going to kick back in uh, full force. Yeah, I want to know if they're going to send us a notice or not, because... <laughs> I'm wondering if I'm going to get a charge out of the blue and damn it, I could have been going to movies. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let me know at least when you yeah. kick the back into high gear. That'd yeah. be, I would be grateful. But there's been plenty of stuff released on a lot of streaming platforms yeah, absolutely. Uh, that I'm grateful for. And I'm going to start with you, George. There was something that you're looking at that I saw but haven't watched yet on Netflix. Sure. Yeah, it's called History 101. Hmm. I'll give you their description of it, although I think John's was much better at the top of the <laughs> podcast. They say infographics and archival footage deliver bite-sized history lessons lessons on scientific breakthroughs, social movements, and world-changing discoveries. And that's basically exactly what it is. They have a bunch of infographics with a narrator, a whole bunch of archival footage that they show here and there. There are 10 episodes in the series. They're about 20 minutes each. Interestingly enough now, there are only nine episodes at this time. Episode mm. number nine, which was entitled AIDS, was removed from the platform due to protests from the nation of Haiti huh. because I guess in that episode, they apparently focused really heavily on AIDS being a hot spot in Haiti and Haiti's mm -hmm. government yeah. causing it to be spread worldwide. And there was just a whole bunch of backlash about the facts were wrong. And I was going to say, uh, was it not factual? That's were they right, just yeah, that's what I'm offended? Wondering too, yeah. or? The protesters were claiming that it wasn't. There's apparently these a whole bunch of stuff that was left out and they never interviewed anybody from Haiti. They just oh, only, okay, okay. it was just the one narrator. That's the way the whole series is one narrator. Yeah. So you don't get points of view from other people, even the archival footage things. It's not like interviews with people. Okay. Oh, interesting. Huh. So of the remaining nine, you probably watched all 10 of them, I'm guessing. No, but... I've watched about four of them so far. Okay. Yeah. So what do you think? How are they? Well, they're pretty good. They're fun little bite-sized things. It makes me question now after reading a lot about that protest, whether or not they're truly factual or not. There's one about oh. China's rise to economic power. Uh, there's another one about fast food and different. And I'm like, now I'm wondering, you know, how much do I trust these people of this documentary series? Oh, and the reason okay. why I've only watched four yeah. of them so far is because really I've been mainly obsessed with another series on Netflix called Upload. Oh, the Motor <laughs> that about. was on Amazon Prime. Yeah, oh yeah, oh, yeah. oh my God, I, I love History One One, but goddamn, Upload's the best thing I've seen in a long time. Holy hell! <laughs> I told you so. Damn it, Mo. So you got to listen to me more. Well, Mo talked about it, and then we had one of our fourth <laughs> listeners even yeah. said, "If you haven't watched Upload yet, you should you watch it." You took him yes. up on it, George. Finally. So we all so have this now. This is the fourth listener. Doesn't listen to me. I get it. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> he holds a lot more sway over George. We knew that. I'm telling you, it was really That's good. Okay. And I didn't know that the lead actress in that series is like this tremendous musician who was a protege of Prince. And she's got all these great albums. I, I started listening to her music. Yeah, she's <laughs> awesome. I mean, but anyway, yeah, History 101, it's good. <laughs> but watch Upload. Yeah, watch Upload, but History 101 is good if you need a time filler because there's not a lot of new media, as John was saying out there. It's bite-sized 20-minute snippets, but take it with a grain of salt because it might not be completely truthful. So it might kind of be like edutainment, not actual like yeah. history almost. Yeah, <laughs> there's nothing special. You're not going to become obsessed with the series and watch it all the way through like you would upload. <laughs> <laughs> How's the production quality? Because, I mean, it came up on my, hey, you should watch this from Amazon because I watch documentaries. Yeah, is it like well-produced? Is it, is it enjoyable It's well-produced. It's solid. Okay. You know what it made me feel like? Um, remember 
remember there was a couple of music videos, one of them being word crimes that was done by a guy who did that graphical entertainment with the font stuff and everything. Yeah. Like the, the word, word art song. popping around the sound. Yeah. Word cloud uh, there was things. another yeah. shop vac by Jonathan Colton was another video by that same guy. It kind of has that feel to it on the infographic part. I see. Okay. Interesting. It's kind of been on my radar. And of course, thanks to Sonar and Jacket, we'll be able to get right. the uh, missing tenth episode. <laughs> Probably it's, you know, nothing is ever gone. Remember when the Game of Thrones had like a coffee cup on the set yeah. and they mm-hmm. took it out later, but you could still go and download the version that had the coffee cup because right. yeah, Starbucks <laughs> Once it's cup. on the internet, it's forever on the internet. So yeah. good luck. <laughs> John, what about you? You've been watching anything fun? Yeah, also on streaming. And I don't know if this is right up the alley of everybody that listens to us, but it certainly was for me because, you know, I like documentaries, you know, I like puppets, mm-hmm. but I also love animation and I love musicals. Okay. And there is a new series that's on Apple Plus, that streaming service, the another of the 1400 premium streaming services. Yeah. Central Park is a new series on there. It's three or four episodes in, and it's a lot of talented people in this. It's kind of narrated by a character played by Josh Gad. Oh, and okay. it has a lot of characters you know in it, but it's it looks almost exactly. Do you watch Bob's Burgers on Fox, that animated series at all? You ever seen that? I didn't. Okay. I mean, I knew it was there. I watched like yep. five seconds of an episode one time. Right. And in it's still running three, I think. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually created by the same people that do animation for Bob's Burgers. So the style is very much like you could look at it at a glance and go, that's Bob's Burgers. Like you look at Simpsons characters and they yeah, all draw sure. the same or right. whatever. Distinctive. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it's all takes place in New York around Central Park. Duh, that's the name of the thing. And the whole concept is there is this evil kind of, um, oh, what would you call her? Like this spinstress, super wealthy woman who lives on the edge of Central Park. And she is played by Stanley Tucci, of all people. What? <laughs> she voiced by Stanley Tucci. Wow. And he does that's a great, like, ah, kind of like a grizzled old lady voice. It's great. And she wants to take over Central Park and purchase it and put up office buildings there, which forget <laughs> about the point that that's illegal and you can't do that. Yeah. But she plans on doing it. And it follows Josh Gad, who's this narrator, and the family of the guy who's kind of the groundskeeper around Central Park. And they break into song. They talk about the beauty of the city and all these things. But it's fun animation. It's got a lot of heart, but it it's a really easy watch. Uh, so if you enjoy animation, especially if you enjoy musicals, if you enjoy going to live theater or live musicals, I mean, Josh Gad, they picked him up, I'm sure, because he got his start in uh, Book of Mormon on Broadway, and then he broke hmm. off and he's Olaf the Snowman and everything. Great songs in there. And it's huge production pieces. And it's amazing what you can do in animation because you don't actually have to get all the set pieces and all the people. You just draw hundreds of people and you got it. So, <laughs> And Apple Plus is not something that I uh, probably would have even noticed Central Park was coming, except for the fact that like you, George, Upload got in the way of History 101. In fact, I only found Central Park because I was on Apple Plus looking at the new Fraggle Rock miniseries. So I just happened right. to have to sign up to get that stuff. <laughs> exactly. So there's actually some good stuff on Apple Plus. I don't know if it's worth, uh, I don't know, it's another five or six bucks a month or whatever, but oh, I subscribe geez. long enough to, to binge all that stuff for sure. Oh, cool. All right. Mo, how about you? What have you been watching in media? So, I mean, we're all fans of The Mandalorian, right? Oh, Except for Joe oh, yeah. seen them all. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so Disney, another streaming service uh, on Disney Plus. <laughs> Plus, they have a series that's called Disney Gallery. So I'm assuming it's going to be like other series, but this Disney Gallery series is on The Mandalorian. And yeah, like George, I know we're both like, you know, all of us actually are big movie media fans. Mm-hmm. And I really love seeing like kind of how the sausage is made when they make these TV shows and the right. behind the scenes things. Like, you know, that, that never takes away anything for me anyway. I think oh, it, no. it, actually, it actually makes it better for me, actually. Um, so each episode focuses on a different aspect of the making of Mandalorian. Oh. Yeah. So they have an episode just talking about the directors and how they pick the directors. They have an episode on the, the writing. Oh, that's cool. This sounds like DVD extras used to be, right? You bought a DVD and you're 
flipped it See, over that's exactly and said, what what's this on is. here? The making of, behind the scenes, meet the cast kind of thing. Okay. Now that there's no DVDs out there, it's all streaming services. They just <laughs> yeah, spin exactly. it off into a new series. It's a whole, other, series. Series. It's a whole right. other series. It's very low money. I mean, they had one on the music. The, the one that just dropped was like how they created all the music. And it's like a lot, very roundtable discussions with putting off the side scenes and stuff. And uh, there, if there's one episode you guys have to see, it's the one on the technology that they use to make the Mandalorian. Oh, sure. I can see that fitting right up. Oh, my God. Like. Yeah. yeah. The one thing that blew me away is that they used very little green screen on this. Really? Which I was like, wait a minute. I'm like, how? Right. Imagine a massive room with a semicircular wall where the entire wall and ceiling is a TV screen. A TV screen. Like LED lights. So what they did like what the old days where people were driving in the car and had a movie projected screen behind them? <laughs> At the high tech version of that. What? <laughs> they use game technology so that when the camera's positioned, it knew where the camera was, where the actors were, so it changed the background. Oh, so it moves the set pieces so it moves relationally. The set pieces correctly. Yeah. That is absolutely nuts. I can't wait to watch it. It's something you told me that blew me away that made so much sense was so the Mandalorian always has this big chrome mask yeah. thing on and they usually avoid that because you'd have to do all the special effects to ray trace things on him mm -hmm. but if he's facing that tv screen thing it automatically reflects off of right. his mask they have to know no extra work it comes for free wow yeah, exactly the, what normally you would have to replace and do in mm -hmm. post it automatically is bouncing off of him and reflecting Right. So all you do is they had to build like the ground was built sets, but it melded perfectly into these background screens. So it was like seamless. Wow. I mean, it was you have to watch it. It's funny because when they were doing the shots, you see like John Favreau and all the directors, they and the cameramen have these 3D virtual reality goggles on before they shot anything. <laughs> right, because they can see everything, right. Wow. And they can figure out their camera shots ahead of time. All of it was interesting to me. I mean, all of it. The music one, the one directed went on how they came up with costumes. I mean, all of it's interesting, but that one in particular, if you're going to watch one, watch that one. I'm going to watch all of them at this point. Oh, yeah. They're coming out, they just like up to episode seven. I don't know how long it's going to go for, but um, the seven one just dropped on Friday, so it's like a weekly thing. Now, that's the one thing with Disney Plus that I noticed. Everybody else like Netflix or one of the, they just drop everything on the same day. But mm -hmm. Disney Plus seems to want to space yeah. it out like network TV or something. They Here's this one this week and two weeks from now. That's a little frustrating for me because so far <laughs> up until just recently, their Internet player is not the best compared to Netflix or Prime. Their Internet player is really mm. weak, well, they had long, mm. especially when they first launched. It had yeah, a lot of issues. Yeah, it was very bad. But if you're going to put me through your growing pains of that, at least give me everything at once so they get to watch it all at the same time. Yeah, it, it, I agree with you. From a viewer standpoint, just give it to me all at once. <laughs> but you got to admit that like spacing out like a show like The Mandalorian, they kept the buzz in pop mm, culture yeah. for a much longer yeah, time. That's true. Because mm -hmm. it wasn't just like, like think about Upload that you were just talking about, like how awesome it was. And it's done. It's gone. Yeah. You know, now it's all downhill and it's, it's all well, waiting. Now I'm rewatching it with my family, though. Now, watch it. now they're interested in it. But I'm other than that, you're right. Yeah. Speaking of rewatching, I bet you after watching this Disney gallery, Mo, going back to watch The Mandalorian again, oh. you might have a new appreciation for it. Oh, it told because now I'm like looking to see like, OK, how do they yeah. do this background? Scene? Can like, I see the scene between the TV screen and the bottom of the set? <laughs> you're not going to be able to. I guess it's not very surprising that we have all just automatically shifted gears to living in the world of these streaming services now that we can't go out and do yeah. stuff as much as we used to. So yeah. thank goodness they're putting out quality stuff. <laughs> Even some that's not quality, I'm still watching it. Even that's know. not quality, at least just give me stuff. <laughs> it wasn't very I difficult for stuff. most of them. All they did was they took their service and they added a plus on the end of it a and plus it on became the an end. online streaming service. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> Apple plus. No, you're right. Yeah, I never thought right. of it that way. Yeah. Ah, all right, George gets his, that's his right for the show. <laughs> this is the one. <laughs>
Hey guys, what's in all the buckets? Coco. All right. Did you save me any? Sure. A whole box full. Snap, crackle, pop, Coco Krispies. Kellogg's Coco Krispies, a chocolatey part of this complete breakfast. Hey, this really tastes chocolatey. With all those buckets, you can't miss. <laughs> You've got questions, we've got answers. Business leadership, ownership, and sales can be challenging. Tune into the Accelerate Your Business Growth podcast to learn from the world's experts. Join me, your host, Diane Helbig, as I chat with people who have expertise in various areas of business. You'll enjoy the lively conversations that are focused on providing you with the ideas, tips, and suggestions you need to realize greater success. Get what you need for your business when you need it from the people who have the answers. Accelerate Your Business Growth is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network and is available on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I have a suggestion. Oh, that, okay. You know, we've been doing this show for, what, a couple of years now, right? Mm-hmm. 74 episodes, apparently. Yeah, yeah. And I've been introducing this tech and toys and i really feel that we need to switch things up a little bit (laughs) (laughs) you don't have anything again do you wait wait wait. that's beside the point let's not let's not detract from my point here (laughs) it's just personally because he's embarrassed again that's why (laughs) maybe we could switch and like have me do like media which i always have something to talk about and Mm. you know maybe (laughs) give john something like tech but i'm just throwing that out there now for just for us to talk about i'm just enjoying listening to you squirm so i think we keep yeah. it the way it is yeah. so, so i'm just throwing that out there so and give up all this <laughs> on that note so let's just move on now to george what do you have for us and then we'll just kind of move uh, on to topics right <laughs> all right well fine i will talk about the thing that i was looking forward to on our last podcast i did get in my funko marvel collector oh, cool. yeah, really curious about this okay yeah yeah very so um those at home can't see it but you guys can see it on camera i am wearing the t-shirt that I got in the box oh, today. Black, like a Widow. Black Widow t-shirt. It so looks it was like. a Black yeah. Widow pop vinyl kind of style. Yep. T-shirt. And oh, that's, that's the way cool. all the t-shirts are. Apparently they're always going to be the character or the subject matter with a pop vinyl twist yep. to it. Right. Which is kind of different than a lot of the other t-shirts. And I've seen some people on the Amazon, you know, like that little feedback section, the reviews. Mm-hmm. I've seen some people complaining about that. Don't make my t-shirt uh pop vinyl. I'm like, shut up. But it's that's something that's different. Thing, least, right. You know, <laughs> is that, just wait, is that the name? name of the collection box we'll just buy one of the other 18 million t-shirts out there if you don't like something you yeah yeah you know it's marvel and it's pop vinyl if you don't want that then why are you subscribing to the box in the first place the name of the box (laughs) (laughs) why is it only marvel characters i want some dc characters in there (laughs) yeah so the description of this box was spot on it was titans of pop culture and celebration collide in the marvel collector core themed black widow subscription box jeez louise that's a that's a mouthful yeah right (laughs) yeah <laughs> I got two exclusive pop vinyls, which is nice. really cool. I got a Black Widow and I got her father. They've got dirty faces on them. So you imagine that they have the other yep. pop vinyl that's clean faced. I also got um, the t-shirt, which was really cool. I okay. got uh, an enamel pin, which was nice and a little sticker, you know, just as a little throwaway thing. So I got those four or five things. Very fun box. I was very happy with it. It was twenty nine ninety nine. 
with free shipping. That's not awful. I'm counting about 55 bucks in value yep. there. I'm kind of doing a mental mm-hmm. tally. Yeah, because a yeah. normal pop vinyl new one's like 10 bucks, right? And these are exclusive. Yeah. yeah. I think these are worth 20 if you want them. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, the enamel pin's probably worth five bucks. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at 45. This t-shirt, I would probably pay 15 bucks for this t-shirt. No, easily, it's a, yeah. It's yeah. a 3 it like a so maybe 60 yeah. bucks. Yeah, good luck finding a t-shirt for less than 15 bucks unless it's, yeah. 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 Unless it's unless a, a paper thin crappy. Walmart t-shirt yeah. or something. And it's very yeah. good quality. The quality of the t-shirt, I've worn it for a couple of weeks now since I got the box. Like, never taken non-stop. it off. Non-stop. He's never taken it off. <laughs> yeah. I'm I haven't like, taken what? it off. What's the point? I'm at home quarantined. I'm at home, right. I'm not sweating. I don't have to go out anywhere, so I might as well just, as t-shirts get delivered to me every few weeks, I'll just put a new one on. This will be this week's shirt. I have done way less laundry. You're right. Exactly, right? <laughs> Just like gas in the car. I can't remember the last time I put I know. gas in my yeah. car. Mm-hmm. I went out and checked out Amazon right now. That box is available currently on them, but it's $39.99 right now. Ah. So people reselling it probably Yeah, now. I think yeah. so. Okay. okay. Uh, the next box up in the series is X-Men 20th Anniversary Edition, and they come out every other month. Ooh. I'm not sure if I'm going to get it, and I don't have to decide until get that one. the day they ship out. I can pause it. I can cancel it. I can do whatever. I think if you can find a subscription box on Amazon and I looked and there are probably 30 or 40 subscription boxes on Amazon. Really? Yeah. I never do that. Of (sighs) this genre, but things like toys for kids, makeup. I saw like a crafting one with like knitting supplies and stuff in it. So just a wide variety of subscription boxes. If there's one out there that you're interested in. Look on Amazon. I'm not going to say the price is always going to be the best, but the ease of entry and exit on these subscription boxes with Amazon, I think is what sells them. Plus, they're all free shipping. I had no idea. Yeah. yeah. Until you mentioned this one. And now I'm intrigued. I want to know more. Mo, I'm going to see, maybe we can find some links to some of these Amazon boxes or how to find it. I don't know how to find them and throw some links down in the show notes. Yeah. I think all I did was I went on Amazon and I searched subscription box and Mo's holding up his phone right now in the video. So he's already found some he's stuff. Already Subscribe to three. Come on. I am going to get the X-Men one, just so you know. Are you? Oh, yeah. I thought maybe you were going to get the makeup and the yarn one. No? I already got that one. Yeah. That's, I got that one you already. already got so. that one. <laughs> yeah. Gifts for his ferret. Whatever you got. Sure. Yeah. 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 But I think this is a good way. If you enjoyed the old geek fuel and those things before they kind of started going downhill, yeah. in my opinion, a little bit and started getting derivative, this is a good way mm-hmm. to test the waters without having to make any kind of big commitment. Yeah. I'm. I think I'm going to explore. I, I didn't know it was there and now that they're good. So yeah. Um, and there's a ton George was saying. Yeah. They're doing a bad job of marketing. Like I said, last time it's like, well, this should have popped up as you right. might be interested in years ago. Yeah. yeah <laughs> if yeah, I hadn't I gotten that email that I didn't just instantly delete that yeah. one time, I would have never <laughs> known about it. Nope. We all benefit. <laughs> cool. John, what about you? Since I know that our third member doesn't really have anything for <laughs> this topic. Since this the conscientious objector has decided not to have any tech or toys. <laughs> wait, in this wait, wait, not, you know, I, I thought we were past that already we kind of we, we, no, we no, 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 no. we're nowhere near <laughs> past that. Past it. <laughs> we're hip deep in it right now <laughs> well one of us is anyway You're right. yeah. <laughs> uh, remember last episode we were talking about the new camera that i got that mm-hmm. us m50 yes the one that you forced mo to buy that's the one yes yeah i'm very happy <laughs> about that purchase by the way uh and even since then i've learned so much about working with this camera one is i was using dslr and mirrorless camera interchangeable they're totally different things. I didn't mm-hmm. know that. I thought DSLR was a form factor. So that's how in 
informed I was about grown up cameras. But yeah, it's the M50 from Canon and been using it for videos. It's working great for me. I'm still learning. There's 18 million settings on this thing. I mentioned it has like the super settings on it. The camera itself is perfect the way it is. I don't need to change anything about it. The lens is fine. It operates fine. Everything about it is cool. What I've started to get into is just the total avalanche of accessories you can get <laughs> to go with your camera. And I'm not talking about like a new lens or a, you know, a cover or a flash or whatever. My camera has turned into a damn erector set. So many things that you can okay. do. And I found this company called Small Rig. And of mm -hmm. all the, the kind of accessory manufacturers I found, these guys seem to be just the most on the ball with the coolest things. And I, my, my main goal for getting this camera is I was tired of having to set up every time I wanted to start shooting something, a video, because often the biggest hurdle for me is getting started because I got to get the tripod and set that up and plug in a lavalier mic and run that under my shirt and all this crap. And I wanted something I put on a tripod. It's the light. It's the camera. It's the mic. It's all ready to go. Mm -hmm. And they, they start with they have this cage, it's called, that you put around your camera. It's this form fitted little box and you bolt it onto your camera and it then turns into it has a bunch of those little quarter 20 screw holes all around it so you can start mounting lights and screens oh, and stuff. Oh, it's like a little square thing and you can attach stuff to it. I got you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but, yeah, like it, a director it, set, like you said. It, right. is, it really is. Because I mean, the camera has a hot shoe on it, but this has uh, it has an extra cold shoe and it has all the bolt-on parts. And so I'm going to try, Mo, if I can give you a picture of my rig, but it's, it's getting pretty impressive now. I have a boom <laughs> mic that reaches out on a telescoping arm that you can angle out so the mic is over me. It's been so much fun. I discovered this new type of mount called the Arca mount that I'd never heard of. Does Tony Stark invent that? What the hell yeah. is that? <laughs> it's it's similar. It, it? It's almost as cool. <laughs> it's trouble getting things on and off of tripods. They have this special form now that the cage is built in. That's an easy, quick connect, quick release mount. Nothing has to bolt to your camera. So the company itself, Small Rig, is awesome specifically. But in general, man, once you get one of these cameras, if you're using it regularly, there's so much cool stuff to add on to it. Now, how portable is it going to be after I bolt on, you know, <laughs> right. <laughs> Things and <laughs> now you can't get it out the door that it came in when you first bought it. It's right. Yeah, it kind of looks like Doctor Octopus. It's got all these things bolted on. It's reaching around. He's gonna need a whole case of salad dressing to balance it. <laughs> it's gonna become your new cosplay at the next convention. It's right. gonna be like I'm cameraman. <laughs> I'm coming as a camera. But the nice thing is that Canon creates a great. It's the motor. It's the the beating heart, the engine of this rig, and everything's kind of microphone plugged into that, and the light comes off of this and gets its power from that. And it's been a great experience. And the company Small Rig, if you look them up, uh, we'll throw a couple of show notes mm -hmm. down below with some mm -hmm. of the parts that we have bought. But if you're going down this path of looking at, like I said, a grown up kind of adult kind of camera, there's so much cool kid stuff to do once you get the grown up camera. <laughs> <laughs> I got a box from Amazon. I'm like, ooh, it's camera accessories. Let's play. You know, can start putting them together. So Mo, have, have you looked at any of these accessories? I know you. I made you buy the camera. Of course, because you, you, you pointed them out to me already. So you know <laughs> I've already so I'm looking at these. And the thing that, again, makes me want it more is that Amazon sold out of the one that you <laughs> like have. the camera. <laughs> Must you be know, good if they're all sold if, out. Like they must be. Everybody must want one. But I'm actually looking into it just because for the same reasons. Like you know, we had talked about like two like small things I don't like about the camera is just yeah. like changing batteries. If you have it on your trip is is kind of yep. awkward. But you said that this kind of solves that problem. Yeah, the cage fixes that. The mount has so many yeah. things. So and it's a small concern, but still though, it'd be like one less thing for me to gripe about. <laughs> so, yeah, and, and one more reason to bitch at me for making you spend money. Exactly, and one more like you said, <laughs> like you one need more that. package from Amazon to get this. Like hey, yeah. It's not dog food. It's something cool, you know? <laughs> All right, so Mo, what is your great tech toy for this episode? Wow. So let's move on to games. That's nice. 
Games. Let's do games. I, I set it right up. Oh, now I'm he George. Wants my games. Let's do games. <laughs> we'll let George do his games right after this. All right, all right. This is a petster, and this is the kid who got it to come when he called. You're kidding. His sister made it go right or left just by clapping her hands. Then there's the kid who let Petster do its own thing while she did nothing at all. The Petster and Petster Deluxe with Leash are sold separately by Axlon. You know, a lot can happen in seven minutes, and luckily, that's how long it takes me to tell a story. My name is Aaron Calafato, and I'm the creator of 7-Minute Stories. I'm proud to partner with Evergreen Podcasts, and I'd like to invite you to join me on this journey. I'm going to take you on some crazy roller coaster rides using my unique extemporaneous storytelling style. And together, we're going to try to make sense of the world, all through the art of storytelling and all in approximately seven minutes. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, time for the Generation X where Mo finally has something to talk about games segments. <laughs> yes, yes, <Zings>. games. <laughs> <laughs> and let's go ahead and start off with Mo because it's been about seven hours since he had a topic to talk about. Mo, are you playing anything fun today? I don't want to talk about it now. No, <laughs> screw you guys. I'm going home. I'm, I'm taking my game and I'm leaving. No. Okay. I'm playing a game. It's called Observation. Okay. I don't know if you heard of it. Have you heard of it? That's like what you do to our tech segment, Observer. It's exactly. <laughs> observer. It's, um... I just caught that. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Oh, okay, guys. Let's we put on a quality mature show here, guys. Let's come on to this show. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> All right, I couldn't even keep a straight face when I said what, that. Sorry. What show are you on? I could not, I, I know. I try. I can't even keep a straight face on that one. Okay. Uh. Anyway, so it's a first-person mystery space game, and it's interesting because you actually don't play the main character. You play the computer system that the main character needs in order to like figure out what's going on hmm. so you're the observer you're observing the okay. exactly okay give me the, whole right. the main person is a scientist on this space station at circling earth something weird happens she can't contact anybody and she boots you up because you're like the ai for the station and so you have access oh, okay. to all the yeah. cameras the systems and you have to get access because everything's down so the first thing you do is she helps you reconnect to everything and you can control like the doors and all that kind of stuff and you're helping her figure out what's going on so you access like people's laptops and you can see notes and what's happening. So if you are the AI that's running inside of the station, how is it mm-hmm. first person? Just you see because from your camera? Through, through, cam- through the camera view of the camera. Okay, of the okay, system. from your camera. Did you move around? Do you navigate or you just control well, the world? Like every room has like multiple cameras so you can switch angles. Okay. And then yep. there is a part where you become like this remote module, like this little floaty ball thing. Ah, uh-huh. uh, okay. You know, not the whole thing, but parts of it that you do. And yep. so you're like kind of helping her uncover this mystery of what happened. Where are all the people? Why did the station suddenly it's not around Earth anymore? It's someplace else, which is weird. It was a really very immersive, engrossing. It was a very cool adventure. Um, oh, I really so enjoyed it. Was implies that you've actually burned through it already. That was my biggest complaint. I think it was too short. Oh, it was too short. So it wasn't it you was played it short. so ravenously? Is that it was really kind of well, abbreviated? I mean, I, did play, I mean, let me tell you, I, I played it. I think I finished it over like two sessions, three sessions, no, three sessions. It took me to finish the whole thing pretty quick, and so yeah. it was pretty quick. So you know, maybe it took like maybe about four, maybe five hours to get through the whole thing. And the game itself, I think I paid. 12 bucks for it somewhere around there. Okay. So it didn't really it's get my new or has it been around a while? Do you know? Um, 
it's been around for a little bit, not a huge. It's on sale, so it's definitely been around for a little bit, but not Probably like a year new, or so. New. Yeah, 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 not new, right. new. But it was really well done, and you feel like an attachment to the main character because even though she's sitting there, she's like, she, I can't get into section, blah blah blah. You know, I'm trying to find the captain, see if you can locate him. So you are moving cameras through the station, trying to locate people. Um, mm-hmm. You're trying to boot up systems, and and they also built like a little puzzle aspect to it as well. For instance, turn on the life support. But in order to turn on the life support, you have to open up these things, which require like a combination. So it has a little bit of like almost like escape room sort of vibe to it, too. Like you need to get someone's laptop. So you're looking at their workstation, see where they put their passcode. You know, <laughs> kind of like you get to play a hacker a little bit, too, even though yeah. you're the AI. Well, the thing is that yeah. you're like actually looking like at the physical world, trying to see like do they have a post note with their passcode on it somewhere. Right. You know, gotcha. <laughs> that kind of thing. So it was it was really interesting. Um, it was a little it was a different take. So you're not really playing like the main character. You're playing like a support role almost. How did you discover it? I mean, if it wasn't you didn't go looking for it. Was it was on uh, Epic. OK. Popped up on my you made. Like. It just popped up as a sale. So yeah, the- as a sale and you may like thing. And so I was yeah. like, I, I looked at the description. The price was right. You know, I was like, yeah, you know, 10 buck range is usually I'm willing to take a risk for that amount of money. He's like, what you the know? heck? I don't have any technology. I might as well play a game. Sure. Exactly. Wow. Oh my God, we're still... <laughs> <laughs> How many miles are we going to get on this? We're going to get a lot, aren't we? Okay, anyway. Well, it'll stop as soon as you get a tech toy. It's great. <laughs> but the thing is, I can only afford to buy the things that you're telling me to buy. So <laughs> well, I, I gave you a bunch of stuff. Just push buy. Put it yeah. add to cart. It's easy. I, I, but yeah, so I can't add more because you know, yeah, I'm still okay. trying to keep up with you. I understand. <laughs> yeah, trust yeah. me. I've been trying that for 30 years. It doesn't work. <laughs> it's, a, it's a losing battle. <laughs> All right, I have to find... I'll find something next time. But anyway, I know you but yeah, will. it was a great game. If you could get it for like the 10 buck range, you know, 10 to maybe 15 bucks, I, I think it was totally worth it. I so really even though it was only four or five it. hours, the quality booster you feel the quality, kind of makes it worth the it. enjoyment. Like I said, it was, I was really engrossed in the story. Um, okay. It's one of the ones you just kind of hate to put down because like, you're at that next thing you want to do. The next <laughs> and thing it's you almost over. You might as well finish. <laughs> and yeah. Well, you think, well, you don't know even when the end is coming kind of. Yeah. And then I realized when I finished the whole, uh, my, my second criticism about it is that when I finished the whole thing, it said, here's all the stuff you didn't discover oh. but things you can't go back you have to start over so you have to start over so like a right. new game plus where you continue with your exactly. abilities like, there's no, like you can't go back to like the save point where you can go back and I'm not going to play all stuff. that again <laughs> <laughs> that's that's not really likely. what it came down to. I'm like, yeah. you know, if they came out with like an expansion, I may go back and replay it again. Would lead it to an expansion kind of deal. Yeah, all right. But right now, I'm probably not going to watch it. But for a ten buck range, you know, think of it like a long movie price. Right. I think it's yeah. definitely worth it. So I totally recommend it. Okay. So how about you, John? What have you been doing these days? Since I know you have a game. <sighs> oh, I do. I do have a game. I know. Uh, not a video game. It's another board game, and it is a a solid Gen X era board game. So you'll remember that when I went to Denver. I stopped in and visited that 5280s kind of retro store. And when I was there, I bought the 1980 Pac-Man board game. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I haven't even opened it yet. I mean, I looked to make sure it's all in there and stuff, but I haven't opened it play it yet. I had a plan on doing a video on it. And I told my daughter, who is super awesome, that, hey, I have this Pac-Man board game. And she's like, you're a nerd. And I, yeah. <laughs> Duh. Well, so she's out shopping. It took her this long to figure that out? Okay. No, no, she was just reminding me. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. In case you've forgotten your senility. Not yeah, probably. <laughs> so he was. She was out at a uh, an antique mall, and she came across a Ms. Pac-Man board game from like the also early eighties, eighty two, eighty three era, and brought it home to me. I didn't know there even was one. I didn't either. I had no idea there was one. <laughs> she sent me a picture that said, "Are you interested?" And like, give it to me. Let's purchase that. <laughs> uh, she brought it home, and we actually did a video on it. And Mo, I'll ask you to put a link down in the show notes if you want to see this board game. Okay. 
But I want to talk about the game a little bit itself. First, I was so thrilled that it was kept in such good condition, like ludicrously good condition by whoever owned it for nearly 40 years that, you know, when you buy a new game and you break the pieces off those little plastic molded trees, those were still in the box. The parts they broke it off of were still in there. They took great care of it. And the game itself, unlike some of the other Pac-Man games that I've played, even the recent board game that came out last year that we did a video on, Mm -hmm. the Pac-Man-ness, that one tried so hard to really jam the video game into the board game. So you're all by yourself. Everyone plays one ghost. And this one took a different uh, kind of attack. And I'm interested when we get together, maybe give this a shot. What happens is on your turn, you are Ms. Pac-Man trying to clear your dots from the board. Uh, But if you as one of the ghosts can catch Ms. Pac-Man, you take over as Ms. Pac-Man and you start driving to try to clear Ah. your dots from the board. Hmm. So instead of waiting your turn to be the protagonist, your motivation to chase down whoever's currently playing is that you're going to get control and then start, you know, so it's almost like tag. Yeah, a little bit. (laughs) Now that you mention it, it's a bit like tag. Yeah. If I can get you, I take over and now Mm -hmm. I'm everybody's after me. It's, It's so charming too, to see a game from that era and everything is like the wording is so kind of optimistic and hey kids, you're going to have a great time. It's the best fun you'll have on a board game. And it, it's, it was really neat to get. And now it's part of my permanent collection. It looked like it had never been touched. It's premium quality for a game that age. So yeah, definitely take a look on the YouTube channel if you have any interest uh, in old games like that or kind of transitions from uh, kind of digital to a board game. We've looked at several of those and I think we'll look at more of them yeah. on the channel. And I just really enjoyed that my uh, cool daughter found something cool for me. Yeah. Normally I'm out shopping and adding to my mountain of garbage and she did it for me this time. So yeah. well, I saw the video and I was like you said, I, I was just shocked at how pristine this copy it was. It was got. really amazing. I mean, yeah. with the exception of the box itself having some wear and tear on it, mm-hmm. like everything inside looked brand new. I mean, it was it crazy. Really did. Yeah. Yeah. I actually put a comment. I was like, are you sure like your doppelganger didn't own this, John? Because this looks like the way you would take care of a game. You know, everything was in plastic bags. It really was. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's how I would take, it's how I take care of my games now. And somebody back mm-hmm. then did that. So it usually doesn't happen because kids get these games and they just throw the pieces all over their room. So, <laughs> okay. I've been looking forward to this, George. You've been making your way through the alphabet of all of your games that you yes. have in your Steam yeah. library that you bought for super cheap. What letter are we up to? Uh, I think we're up to H now. H? We are. Wow. We're on H, H? now. Yeah. All okay. right. So what are we at? We are on H. The game that I chose for the letter H is Hot Tin Roof, the cat that wore a fedora. <laughs> Not the cat in a hat. No. <laughs> it is a cat in a hat. No. I mean, it is a cat in a hat, but it's a cat in a fedora. That's a That's hat. a more specific uh, hat. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I thought you would have recognized that from your time period of growing up, but... <laughs> <laughs> Go buy a tight toy, see? Hey, are cool. (laughs) You mug. So I'll give you the description. It says, you're the private investigator on a string of grisly murders scouring for clues in a 3D side-scrolling world. Grab your fedora and revolver in hot tin roof. You're on the case. Dive into a noir mystery and become Emma Jones, the only PI partnered to a cat named Frankie. Frankie. Oh, so you're not the cat. So you're not the cat. you're not the cat. You're not the cat. Okay. Yes, you're the detective who is partnered with a cat who talks as apparently all animals do in this world. I hope so. Uh, Rats, cats, everything in this game. What made you pick this game out of all the H games you had? Honestly, because it's a noir mystery. I love that genre of film and story, and that was what grabbed it for me. The music is exactly what it should be. It's that sick, sweetly, like, kind of saxophone, piano, kind of, yeah. 
Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. I can hear um, it. It was head. developed and published by a company called Glass Bottom Games. So obviously okay. another independent one because mm-hmm. they did everything themselves. The visual style is, I described this to you, John, earlier when you were asking me about it. It's Flappy Bird meets Minecraft. So everybody's these blocky little creatures. They kind of <laughs> hop along like Flappy Bird did in the sky, but this uh-huh. on the ground. Yep. It's everything is on 90 degree axis. So you can't like walk diagonally through a scene. It's all a right turns. You walk into the right. And then when Got you it. turn mm-hmm. the whole screen shifts and you're walking to the right again or back to the left, you know, so you're really only walking mm-hmm. in those two directions like a side scroller. Mm-hmm. But when it needs to shift directions, the whole world turns for you. This was released on February 20th of 2015. The current oh. price on Steam right now is $14.99. Oh, this okay. was one of my humble freedom bundle purchases. So that was that big, huge bundle of tons yeah, of stuff, right? Yeah. I paid $30 for the whole bundle, as I talked about last time. <laughs> but with the 135 <laughs> items in that, this game ended up costing me 22 cents. <laughs> spreadsheet update (laughs) exactly (laughs) 22 cents 22 cents so uh, and to me worth that at twice the price honestly (laughs) it was worth 44 cents (laughs) really how generous (laughs) (laughs) it's a good solid game i really enjoy it i've played it for probably about an hour i tried Hmm. to scale up the graphics to 1080p Mm -hmm. which is what my tv operates at when i did that i couldn't see anything the whole screen just went like a blue color i could see the game at all i had to highlight the icon in my taskbar so i could see in that little icon where my cursor was and go back and adjust <laughs> my screen settings back wow <laughs> i uninstalled and reinstalled the game 15 times i deleted all the files everything i could i even use cc cleaner on this damn thing it still kept coming back up to that you might expect that on like a dos game from 1982 right. but not from a 2015 game <laughs> right. really yeah really Holy that's cow. the only thing so just be careful when you're sizing out for the screen resolution part other than that it's a solid it's a fun game it's got a lot of different things you can do you're hopping around you're grabbing stuff you the gun that they talk about in the description the way that the gun becomes more adaptable in the game is not from changing guns but from changing ammo so the first ammo you get are these like burster things that just make like a like a cap gun pop sound they don't hurt anybody they just make that sound okay the next ammunition that i've gotten are bubble rounds and they literally squirt bubbles out of the gum and (laughs) your cat goes nuts trying to chase them down and he reveals stuff to you or they reveal other things that are highlighted on the screen you talk to your cat you talk to rats your cat has a history apparently because as you're meeting other characters they're like oh you shouldn't trust that cat you know what he did to me and he's like let's move on (laughs) your cat has a dark history what's going on apparently so it's a fun little game if you want something interesting and fun if you like noir mystery style i definitely recommend it if not i don't know that the 14.99 price tag is worth it to anyone because that is kind of high for what I've seen so far in this game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. As far as a rating, I can only give this game three and a half tokens out of five right now. Oh, okay. I should mention that you, uh, your last one was a letter G, that Guacamelee game. Yes. Thanks to you, I'm about eight hours into that game. <laughs> you're further along than I am. Jeez. It's really good. That was a great recommendation. So your your reviews are spot on. So Wakamele was awesome. <laughs> Hot Tin Roof is good. But in case none of those actually strike your fancy, George, you have another giveaway for one of yes, our fourth listeners. we do. So as I said, this was part of my humble freedom bundle. And I had several games in there that I had already gotten through other bundles. So I, had a, I found another Steam key that I had never used and apparently should be... <laughs> 
yeah. available. It's for the game called The Stanley Parable. Oh, I, John, I know cool you remember game. that game. Mo, I mm-hmm. played that one. That's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. That's, I had a lot of fun with that one. Really good game. If you haven't played that game, this is a great opportunity to pick it up with this free key and play it. It's a very fun game. Multiple endings, but it's like one ending per game kind of thing. A lot mm-hmm. of fun. So it's available for the first person who writes in and... I don't know what the, Mo. What's the subject going to be of this email? You came up with a good one last time for punching chickens. <laughs> cat in the hat. How about your cat, cat in the hat? hat. Yeah, right, cat, in the hat. cat in the hat. Cat in the hat is the subject. So hit us up at podcast at genxgrownup.com and subject line cat in the hat and say you want your copy of the Stanley Parable in the body of the message. There you go. First come, cool. first served. We'll give it away. Yeah. Ever see a ball quite like this? Uh-huh. The Nerfles. Officer Bob, Speedy, Frankie, and Scratch each sold separately. So much fun to clown around, to change and rearrange around. To bounce and up and roll around. Yes, Nerfles are a ball to be around. The Nerfles. Oops, the Nerfles. Officer Bob, Speedy, Frankie, and Scratch each sold separately from Parker Brothers. I'm Allison Holland, host of the Kennedy Dynasty podcast. Equipped with a microphone and a long-term fascination of the Kennedy family, I am joined by an incredible cast of experts, friends, and guests to take you on a fun, relaxed, yet informative journey through history and pop culture. From book references to fashion to philanthropy to our modern expectations of the presidency itself, you'll see that there is so much more to Kennedy than just JFK or conspiracy theories. Join me for the Kennedy Dynasty podcast. As we round the last corner here of the show, we always like to take a moment to talk about the things that we're anticipating, we're looking forward to between now and the next time we get together to record the podcast. Let's start with you, Mo. What are you looking forward to? Uh, I'm looking forward to a show that actually is a reboot of an old show. So The Twilight Zone is coming out with the second season. Oh, finally. Okay. Yes. Uh, June 25th is when it's going to drop again. So uh, I'm not sure if the... Actually, I don't remember. Did they drop all the episodes last time? Or no, they, they were it was week they by were week, one right? at a time. One yeah, at a time. You had so, to wait on them. So yep. episode one's coming June twenty fifth. You know, I'm still on the fence about how I feel about the first season. Hmm. So I'm looking forward to the next season to really kind of solidify it one way or yep. the other. I mean, it's interesting enough for me to watch. I really it again. enjoyed the first season, and, and yeah. I'm going to go on record and and once once again give George credit. You called early on that you thought all of those would be connected, and they mm-hmm. were at the end. Not quite in the way you thought, right? But they absolutely connected them all at the end, which I thought was it was a little bit of a stretch, but it was an interesting experiment to try to do. So they did a neat, yeah. neat job with the first season. I think there were hits and misses in the first season, but it, it, none of it was junk. It was just like, really, that's eh. the premise, but it was yeah. still interesting. That was kind of yeah. how I felt about it. So, yeah, I'm obviously, I mean, it was good enough for me to watch a second season. So, you know. It is. Yeah. And George, you were 100% <laughs> on board with that first season, I think, weren't you? Oh, absolutely. You? Yeah. I'm definitely yeah. looking forward to season two. Yeah. All right. Cool. How about you, George? What are you looking forward to? I am looking forward to a new show coming up on TBS on June 21st. It is called Tournament of Laughs. Huh? Yeah. Right. Huh? Huh? Never heard of it. Okay. <laughs> neither. Tell me more. All I can find so far are a couple of like um, industry <laughs> articles and a 20 second trailer that shows nothing of the TV show. It is hosted by Jason Sudeikis. Mm-hmm. You okay. guys know him, you know, yeah, good yeah, comedy yeah. actor. It says it will feature 32 comedians facing off in a single elimination bracket style tournament with each episode featuring multiple matchups every week. The comics will create, produce, sell film, and star in their own videos from stand-up sets to song parodies and everything in between. So it's YouTube. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and I think that they're I think that they're creating this in the COVID environment, right? There are a few shows that have been having oh, to do that lately. Oh, oh. so like like somebody fast tracked and greenlit this for something they could produce they without it. being I in the think studio. So and I hmm. think that's why we're not seeing any trailers on it, because I think it's, you know, 
it's all this self-produced stuff and they're putting it all together. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward just to seeing if it's going to be a train wreck or if it's going to be fun <laughs> or if it's just going to be boring as hell. You know, train wrecks can be fun too. So That's right. true, in their own way. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of each. John, what about you? Yeah. I, so I'm looking forward to what is now the fourth season of a show that everyone should be watching. And I think almost nobody is, uh, it's a Netflix series called F is for family hmm. that stars. Okay. Uh, it's created by and stars, Bill Burr. It's an animated series, Laura Dern, Vince Vaughn, Justin Long, Sam Rockwell, some of the voices in this. Yeah, I love all those people. Yeah. So this is a series that is totally for Gen Xers. If you were a kid in the mid to late 70s, that's when the time frame when this takes place. Like in the first season, they're excited about the fact that they got a dual cassette answering machine in their house. Like it's the biggest, <laughs> biggest thing ever. So if you know Bill Burr as a stand-up comic, mm-hmm. like he's an unfiltered, just raucous guy. Yeah. And oh, like yeah. his catchphrase, like think about the Simpsons where the catchphrase is like, eat my shorts and why you and whatever. Bill Burr's catchphrase as a father and F is for family is I'll put you through that fucking wall. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's his catchphrase. Merry Christmas, folks. <laughs> it's a family show, huh? It's a dysfunctional, very realistic family. She's kind of amped up, right? So Everybody has their own little problems and this kid has this insecurity and he loves, you know, playing Dungeons and Dragons and he has a trying to make a heavy metal band out of being wizards. And and the dad (laughs) is so frustrated with everything. He actually loves his family, but he's like this super gruff asshole about it. And Bill Burr just sells it along with all the other voice talent. Actually, the season four just dropped about a week ago as you listen to this just yesterday for me. I haven't watched any of it yet, but man, I'm excited to binge that. Uh, But more importantly, if you haven't watched the previous seasons, you really missed out on another great animated series starring some awesome awesome folks and it's on netflix easier for you to stream now oh so they can drop it all then huh it's yeah it's all out now it's all the four seasons out and the first three are ready for you to go back if you missed them if you haven't seen it it's new to you now hordak reveals the most gruesome trap ever the horde slime pit the what the slime pit now spike or you're my slave not the slime Yes, my slime will overpower you. Coming up on 5-Minute News, I'm Anthony Davis. You might think it's partisan because maybe it's critical of one side or the other, but it's not. It's just the truth. And I think that's also something that's kind of unusual for Americans listening to the radio or to podcasts because the news landscape in the States has been so partisan for so many decades. So 5-Minute News is verified, truthful, independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. If there was anything in this show you'd like to learn more about, the show notes which accompany each episode are full of links to click and explore. Catch up on past episodes and get pinged every time a new one's released by subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. And you know, iTunes reviews help more than you know, so if you haven't yet, please rate and review us in the iTunes app. And if you have a friend who isn't yet listening, why not? Tell them about us, they'll thank you later. You're our fourth listener, and we'd love to read your emails right here on the show, so hit us up at podcast at genxgrownup.com. And finally, Gen X Grown Up is more than just this podcast. Our YouTube channel has hundreds of videos ready for you to enjoy. Plus, you can find our entire body of work on genxgrownup.com. Thank you for hanging in there with us through another episode of the Gen X Grown Up Podcast. Before we leave, you know, I always like to take a moment here at the end of the show to express our heartfelt gratitude to the amazing people that support us over on Patreon. Uh, You guys who listen, fantastic, who watch, engage us there. But these are a subset of super fans who actually support us financially with a little money every single month. And I want to give them credit where credit is due. I want to thank each and every one of you. (gasps) 
Greg Z, Arlen, <laughs> Stu Monkey, Dana, Chet, Levi, Blasted or Stashed at John with H, Stubaka, Thomas, Greg L, Ben, Tony, Stian, Marcus Davis, Mike C, T2, Tom J, sorry, Tom, Tom J, Chad, Mark, Dan, Slobo, Agile, Adam, Travis, and new since we last spoke, David has joined us as a patron over wow. on Patreon. Thank you so much for joining us. Mo, if one of our fourth listeners is not yet a patron and would like to change that, how would they go about doing so? Well, again, it's really easy. You just go to genxgrownup.com slash Patreon. It'll take you right to the page. And mm-hmm. we have now, I think we even have some new levels that we added. We do. We ha- we were forced to because of the generosity of our patrons. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Anything you can give, obviously, we always appreciate. But also the benefit of joining, you do have some swag, depending on what level you join. Mm-hmm. And we have some additional content, which I actually listened to some of it recently. And it's pretty uh-huh. damn funny. <laughs> it's, it's, it's either stuff that like we go off on a tangent and didn't make the show, yeah. or it's outtakes or bloopers, or sometimes it's just vlogs that we do kind of talk to you or yeah, what's I mean, happening. I, I totally forgot about the rant about Brick House that me and George had. <laughs> it was, <laughs> and I listened to it and I was cracking up again listening to that. I was like, you know, it was it was really great. But anyway, yeah, please. I mean, we appreciate every single person that gives us money. And we sure um, do. Yeah. If you're interested in doing it, please go to that genxgrownup.com slash Patreon and do what you can. Yeah, well said, Mo. We appreciate each and every one of you, whether you're a patron or not. But we love you even more if you help us out there. It's making a huge difference, too. It's a really supporting what we do uh, here on the podcast over on YouTube and on the website. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this episode. We'll be back in two weeks with a regular episode of our show as usual. But next week, the backtrack, we pick a single nostalgic topic and dig in deep. George, tell the fourth listeners what they have to look forward to next week. Absolutely. If you enjoy comedy that's at least 40 years old, this podcast (laughs) is going to be for you because we're certainly not funny and we're over 40. (laughs) We are going to be talking about 40th anniversary comedy films. So we have chosen four films to discuss in depth. We're going to go through them each one by one. We've all taken the time to watch them again, or yep. in some cases, John, watch for them the for, the time, for the first time. <laughs> True. And we will be discussing all the ins and outs and fun highs and lows of those 40th anniversary comedy and, films. And there are both week. some highs and some lows for sure in yeah. our picks, <laughs> including John's opinion. <laughs> and George's opinion as well. Okay. We'll, <laughs> we hope you will join us for that one. Until then, I am John. George, thank you for being here. Yes, sir. Mo, you know, I appreciate you, man. Oh, man. Always fun. And fourth listener, it's you we appreciate most of all. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye bye. See you guys. Take care, everybody. JetX Grown Up is a member of the Evergreen Podcast family. Learn more at evergreenpodcasts.com. Unacceptable for grown ups. Your dinner cannot just be french fries. Basically, life sucks as a grown up. Welcome back, Gen X Grown Up Podcast listeners to this. It's not the backtrack edition. I'm my fucking brain. Episode 74. Okay. And again. I thought Mo was frozen on the video again, but I see his eyes moving. He's just. <laughs> It's He's like a damn statue. Super sometimes. calm. <laughs> I'm practicing my second career. Rex. As a, as a man, living statue. <laughs> living statue. Right? Living statue. He's going to paint himself gold stand in Times Square. <laughs> Until the small English town elected officials kill him mm. off and bury him beneath the. We have church. living statues yeah. here. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Hot fuzz. Hot fuzz. Oh, oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> I, I'm with you, George. I got your back, oh, man. I think I saw it once. Yeah. All right. That's going to wrap it up for this show. We'll be back in two weeks with another. With another. Yep. <laughs>
Hello, and welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo, and for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book, and together, we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, and we read from the book along the way. So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts.